Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mint Door podcast. I'm Dr. Laura Schwint. I am Dr. Karen Tindall. And today we have as a guest, Jenny Harris. Now, Jenny is a registered dietitian, but she also has a master's degree in dietetics and sports nutrition. She, on top of that, is a board certified health and wellness coach. And then throw into that mix, she's a former Division I athlete and happily married to a surgeon. So she comes to us today with a whole wealth of a background, um, and it's going to be really fun to dig into this. But Jenny, you combine your professional and personal experience, basically to help uh, women in healthcare meet their um, nutrition requirements while they're working in a very demanding job. And you do this by optimizing their nutrition and creating healthy relationships with food so that your clients feel that they can be their best, enjoy their life, both at work and outside work. So um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being with us. And we're super excited to see how you have integrated this background of yours into helping women doctors um, with their unique situation, um, really be holistically healthy, um, mind, body, spirit, and what they eat. (laughs) So thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. We're super excited to have you here. And we wanted to start off with a super fun way. And this is our this and that quiz. So we're going to rapid <laughs> fire at you some yeah. questions. Um, you give us like the first answer that comes to your head. Um, sometimes people say both to some of these questions, and that is a valid answer too. If you want to say okay. both, that's fine. So I'm going to start off. And the first question is, do you hair dry your hair or air dry your hair? Air dry. <laughs> awesome. All right. Heels or tennies? Tennies. <laughs> Yoga pants or jeans? Yoga pants. <laughs> Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Mountains or ocean? Mountains. Breakfast or no breakfast? Breakfast. Eat out or eat in? Both. I mostly eat in, but I love going out and having it feel like a really special treat. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right. Um, Movies or Netflix? I haven't been to movie. It feels like years now. Probably (laughs) Netflix. Yeah. (laughs) Books or Kindle? Books. Mm-hmm. Cat or dog? Dog. Uh-huh. A burger or a salad? It really depends on the moment. <laughs> After a really hard workout, maybe spending some time in the mountains, or just there some days when a burger really hits the spot. I also love a good fresh salad. Mm. No, good answer. All right. And then Saturday or Sunday? Probably Sunday. Awesome. 
Thank you. <laughs> we see, we see feel this is a really quick way to like to discover who somebody is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it tells you a lot. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about why, in your opinion, and, and maybe you can give a little background in, into how how you discovered this, but why nutrition looks different and is more challenging for women doctors? Sure. So after I graduated, I intended to work in sports nutrition. I ended up working in a head and neck clinic at the University of Utah and absolutely loved it. I worked with a phenomenal team and that was really my first introduction to working alongside these providers who were essentially sacrificing their own health, giving everything to take care of their patients, their families, while really putting their own needs on the back burner. Mm-hmm. But thinking about so many of the general nutrition guidelines, which are eat every three to four hours, consistently hydrate through the day, um, watching their schedules and the misalignment with these recommendations, which are well-intentioned and support your health. I really started to realize that for women physicians, a different approach is required. Mm -hmm. It's non-traditional because your days are so unpredictable. So maybe there is some consistency. However, Typically, it seems that when you're eating, it's distracted, right? You're not sitting down, eating meals, like really paying attention to your hunger. Maybe you're charting, someone else is talking to you, you might be on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I just noticed all of these type of situations continue to occur. So I would watch these providers leave work, notice that, oh, they actually hadn't eaten or had anything to drink in six, maybe eight hours. Mm -hmm. We're starving, ravenous, cravings. And then the workroom was essentially a snack room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So not eating consistently, coming in, you're starving, you have cravings, grabbing foods that yes, sometimes they taste good. There's a place for them. However, they were not leaving these people feeling great. Mm -hmm. So I would say my first introduction was just literally working in a clinic alongside providers and just watching their day to day, Mm -hmm. how, and then stress and pressure too, right? Mm -hmm. So that has a huge impact on what we're eating as well as sleep. And they're just not as consistent and regular for most women doctors. The other piece that really sealed the deal for me is my husband's an orthopedic spine surgeon who works quite a bit. He's academic and living with this person and watching their reality really gave me firsthand knowledge as to what's happening day to day. It reinforced all of the things that I'd seen and then also allowed me to say, hey, like we've got to find a solution here because how are you going to take care of your patients if you're not taking care of yourself? Mm-hmm. in your family and then having room energy feeling good enough to do the things that you enjoy in your life outside of medicine mm-hmm. so just a little follow-up to that was your husband your first your first trial in this 
<laughs> no, that's a great question. Yeah, it actually, wasn't. No. So when I was working in this head and neck clinic, we all would just sit in the workroom and work together, and this like question answer started to happen where it was like, Hey, Jenny, what do you, what should I do for this? And so I actually started helping these providers mm-hmm. one-on-one who then would refer me to other clients. Oh, cool. And at the same time, my husband, Jeremy was in his fellowship at that point and he was taking call every other night. And it was just like so much. So once he started working as an attending, it gave us a little more room to, work on sleep, and then start to really hone in nutrition. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. When you share that, like I had, like just memories came back to me. So we all know this world where you walk into that break room and one patient bought in a lot of donuts. Somebody else bought in cookies. Somebody else bought, there's just so much nice stuff just to, it's accessible and it's quick. And you're right, you get those cravings sometimes when you've been working for those hours and you haven't stopped, that just seems like the easiest thing just to give you that energy boost. But what are the most common mistakes that women doctors are making that set themselves up, like in this way that they have the cravings and the emotional eating? And what do you yeah. see? So a few things that I see, one would be skipping eating prior to starting work. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes this can be well-intentioned. So you are waiting until you feel hungry. And at that point you intend to eat something. Right? I'm putting my hand up here. You are talking about literally. <laughs> so, yes. so thinking, okay, great. Like I would love to be able to listen to my body. I'm going to stop and eat when I have the time. Mm-hmm. However, It's typically not what happens, right? So again, it ends up being you're distracted, you're busy, there's an emergent situation. Mm -hmm. And when you finally have time to stop and eat, whether it's, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight hours later, Mm -hmm. you are absolutely ravenous as you should be. Your energy is tanked. It's that like hangry feeling Mm -hmm. where you need X, Y, and Z food. And because your blood sugar is so low, you've lost the ability to essentially make a choice that actually leaves you feeling good, right? Mm-hmm. So like you said, the donut, I feel like donuts are always the hot topic. Like the donuts are, are there, you, you need the donuts. And then you eat really quickly because you're so hungry. You out eat those hunger, you know, the fullness cues mm-hmm. and end up not feeling great. Mm-hmm. So Something I recommend is even if you are not hungry prior to starting work, if you know that your schedule is busy to eat something and aim for a meal that is balanced, meaning it has a variety of nutrients and we're promoting blood sugar balance. So getting some protein, getting a fiber food, it doesn't have to be perfect. If you can add some fats in there, So that it's the setup to prevent that ravenous hunger, to prevent that blood sugar dip and energy crash. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's unfamiliar for a lot of people. Like it feels that you shouldn't be eating if you're not hungry. Mm -hmm. However, I like to think of it. It's the same as getting on an airplane. 
typically you use the restroom before you get on the plane to sit down, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you're in a middle seat. Yep. Same thing. You're just trying to meet your own basic needs mm-hmm. in anticipation that you you probably won't be able to fulfill physical hunger when mm-hmm. it's going to arise. Yeah. I mean, that, that really strikes home mm-hmm. hearing all of that. But I mean, there are quite a lot of people out there that just say in the morning, I'm just not a morning I eat. I'm just not hungry first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have like suggestions that are like great things for those people that are easy to eat. Yeah. Yeah. That I, or they start so early too. Like that, you know, there's that piece of it too, that, you know, they start so early. Some shifts are. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I work with people. A lot of my clients start in the fives. Mm-hmm. Night shift is like a whole different beast. Mm-hmm. My recommendation would be to try it, mm-hmm. see if it works, mm-hmm. give it a shot, keep it simple and use just a smaller portion. So for mm-hmm. example, just like a smaller portion of Greek yogurt with some frozen berries mm-hmm. or a hard boiled egg or two, maybe one hard boiled egg with a fruit. Mm-hmm. Just so that you're getting something because your jobs are so mentally and physically demanding and emotionally, mm-hmm. you need the nutrition and the fuel essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can probably liken it, a, you know, with your sports background, you know, as an athlete needing to fuel yourself correctly in order to perform, you can certainly draw that correlation to physicians as well, right? I mean, they're going into an athletic event and they need to perform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's a really fantastic mindset switch Mm -hmm. to start seeing it as how you're going to fuel your body for this job where you are constantly on the go. It requires a huge amount of focus concentration. Mm -hmm rather than almost limiting what you're eating through the day. Mm -hmm. And I love that. It's almost like you are this athlete and -hmm. how are you going to fuel your performance? Right. Right. Um, You know, the other piece of it is, and, and this might lead into some, some advice for women doctors as well, but when you do eat and maybe then don't feel great after, you know, um, I, I, this brings me right back to, you know, I, I would say, I, I don't know how many times I've said this, I would love to skip lunch, except I get the shakes, I get shaky, and I get hangry. But when I eat lunch, I get tired, and lethargic. And, and so how, how do you help build the nutrition piece of it into the lifestyle for women doctors, the correct nutrition. And so that they're, they're bringing the correct nutrients to the game, not just eating. Sure. So I think part of it is looking at the foods that you like that work for you, that also leave you feeling good. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Tying in, or I guess tying back and listening to your own hunger and fullness cues Mm -hmm. in your profession, you are trained to ignore those. 
<laughs> so people become, they're unfamiliar with what hunger actually feels like, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of us assume it's just your stomach growling. However, you just mentioned this. It could be that shaky feeling, mm-hmm. lack of concentration. Mm-hmm. A lot of people associate like hangry But once you've gone there, it's almost too far gone, right? And then it sets you up to eat really quickly, which can end up leaving you with that lethargic feeling. Mm -hmm. So I think holistically, it's looking at a variety of foods, what works for you so that what you're eating is sustainable long term, Mm -hmm. trying different options, and then looking specifically at your individual schedule and figuring out how to fit, like fit those foods in mm-hmm. so that it's completely individualized. Mm-hmm. And I guess getting back to the point of getting the right nutrition, a lot of it is listening to your body and figuring out what works for you. Different things work for different people. Mm-hmm. So taking some time a little bit to slow down, And try to connect with, hey, how does this leave me feeling? How full am I? Does this food work for me? Does it not? Mm -hmm. And if not, that's fine. Move on to the next. Try something different. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I think that what you said about how a lot of people we've been trained, like we don't even recognize what hungry is. Mm -hmm. And I think this is so true, like, it's those somatic clues of how we're feeling. We don't listen because there's so much other stuff going on that we put ourselves at the bottom of the list, mm-hmm. block it all out, mm-hmm. and yeah. then don't listen. That, and I, I know that I know people that have described this to me, and I, I find it myself that I get if I like, when you explained at the beginning of somebody who didn't eat before work, that was 100% what I would do. I would go into work. I wouldn't eat breakfast because I wasn't hungry. I'd think I'd have it mid-morning because that was a nice time to eat breakfast. That wouldn't happen. You'd run over. It would be 1.30 and I hadn't eaten anything. Mm-hmm. And then the weird thing is by that point, I didn't feel hungry. And my body almost got to the point that it said, well, you're not even very hungry anyway. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get home and I almost then couldn't be bothered to make the food. Because I was tired, probably. And yet it was all I really needed is to eat the food. But it, you, we don't listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how, is there a way that you help your clients listen? Yes. I use a hunger fullness scale with clients. So essentially, it ranks your hunger on a scale of 1 to 10. With 1 being you need glucose, you are going to pass out. And 10, I like to think of it as Thanksgiving full. You want to unbutton your pants, take a nap. You are just like too much food coma. And the key is that the goal is not perfection. It's just figuring out kind of these sweet spots for you. So I would say after finishing a meal, maybe an hour to two after, ideally we'd want you somewhere around a five where you're satisfied, you're not hungry, you know, you're in a good, you feel like you're in a good place, probably around a three. And again, this looks different for each individual. You might start to notice some signs that maybe it's a good idea to eat something. 
And then probably at a six to seven, you're satisfied. You could eat a little bit more, but you probably don't need to be eating more. Mm -hmm. It's like a comfortable, satisfied place for you to stop. Mm -hmm. And what people start to notice is if you start at one extreme, you will inevitably end up at the other, right? Mm -hmm. So if you are too hungry, it's a setup to then overeat, Mm -hmm. feel too full. Once you're too full, you don't feel like eating again. So finding this sweet spot for yourself, which you might not be able to practice this daily, right? But maybe two times a week, you sit down at your meals, slow down, start to think about it. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to become second nature because you are familiar with your own hunger cues mm-hmm. and what feeling full feels like or satisfied and it feels good for you. Mm-hmm. That's so useful. I think yeah. I'm going to make create my own hunger chart just to be aware of it because I don't think I I don't think of it to that degree. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes you look at the clock and you think it's now time to eat. Right. Yes. Rather than I am actually hungry. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think yeah, and so there's so much of this tuning out to mm-hmm. and it's what we've been taught, right? It's time to eat. It's noon. Like X, Y, and Z, you should feel this way and eat at this time. Mm-hmm. And people seem to find success when they can start to tune in to what mm-hmm. their own body is telling them. Mm-hmm. Again, I think day to day, it can be tricky, right? Mm-hmm. However, maybe in the morning, slowing down, asking yourself, hey, what do I need? What do I need, like you mentioned, to set this day up. Mm -hmm. So if you could start with balanced blood sugar, Mm -hmm. that's right. It's going to be your foundation for having balanced energy, Mm -hmm. feeling good. Then we have insulin sensitivity. Health is promoted. You feel better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a really good point you make too, about like, if you get, if you get to one, you're more likely to go to 10 then. And, you know, I can, I can attest for that, you know, when I've gotten to that, oh my gosh, I need to eat now. And then you just, and then all of a sudden, shoveling, yeah, the ravenous, you're driving (laughs) home, everything looks good. You need it. You come home, you need like a huge snack and then you still eat dinner. Mm -hmm. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but it doesn't leave anyone feeling good. And the goal is that you feel well. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering quick, if you could, if you have any tips as far as, um, time, taking the time to eat, you know, in a, in a busy, typical women doctor day, you know, the, the time is your time pressured. And so how do you, how do you take some time to like really, you know, enjoy and eat and not rush and just be shoving food in? Sure. I think this looks different based on the individual and probably your day-to-day, right? No two days are going to be the same. However, a few things. I would anticipate your time to eat is going to be shortened, and that's fine. I recommend that clients step out, if they can, for a few minutes at lunch, if possible. If you have a space where you can eat outside, even if it's five minutes, it's a much more pleasant and enjoyable experience than sitting at your desk, shoveling, having someone else talk to you, charting. Mm -hmm. 
And then taking advantage of all the little moments. So let's say you are walking to an elevator and you have a few minutes keeping a snack in your scrubs, white coat, whatever you are wearing and taking advantage of those little moments to have a snack. Mm-hmm. Take two minutes. I think that if we can start small and build, so taking five minutes, 10 minutes, rather than the expectation of, oh, I need to take 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Because it's probably better than what's happening now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. Thank, Thank I mean, those, those are some really, I've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. and stuff that I'm going to take away and uh, implement even today I'm going to go out there and share with my family uh, mm-hmm. the hunger chart yeah, <laughs> we're, going, we're all going to keep one I think yes so we have a fun question for you and okay. when we were creating the mint door we really had to carefully think about what color we wanted the door to be mm-hmm. so if you had to have your own door what color would you pick and why Huh. Probably green. Mm. I love green. I love the outdoors. I find it to be calming, relaxing. Mm. I would choose green. Purple's a a close second. (laughs) You can have one side purple and one side green. Perfect. There you go. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Oh, looking at uh, your joyful smile there um, makes me think of our second question. And um, as as high achieving women, it's very often for us to be so busy pursuing our goals um, that we sometimes forget what brings us joy. So um, I'd love to hear from you, maybe uh, a favorite childhood memory. Something that that brings you joy? That's a great question. And I think it's so important to slow down and appreciate those joyful moments in life. And it's so easy to get caught up and not. Um, Let's see. So I grew up cross-country skiing. And my parents, which I was not the biggest fan of as a child, my parents were also in San Francisco shopping in the mission district at co-ops before, you know, healthful eating was a trendy popular thing. So I felt like the kid that was doing like all the, the uncool things. (laughs) However, (laughs) we used to go to these spring picnics outdoors in the snow, probably around this time of year Mm -hmm. with like music, food outside and thinking back to those moments of just being carefree in the sun with live music are definitely some of my favorite childhood memories. <laughs> Isn't that the best? I, I love like when you're a child, you think, oh, this is, and then you, you know, you grow up yeah. and you look back and you're like, those were the best times. <laughs> right. I would do anything to go back. Right. It was the worst in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it gives me faith when my teenagers complain when we do family things together. I'm like, someday you're going to look back at this. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, this has been super good. I know that you have um, a resource for our listeners, Five Steps to Overcome Stress 
and emotional eating, which sounds amazing. How would our listeners get that? They can send me an email and I will directly send them the resource. Something that we didn't touch on and why I think this is super helpful Mm -hmm. is most of us know what healthful, balanced eating looks like. Mm-hmm. However, we tend to lose sight of why we are eating and kind of how it looks through the day with stress, sleep, high emotions. Mm-hmm. And so taking some time to tune in to why you're eating as opposed to just what, and then figuring out what you actually need, if it is stress to meet those needs can be incredibly mm-hmm. helpful. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just comes right down to um, food is medicine and (laughs) a really important piece of uh, the equation that so often we don't give enough thought to. Mm -hmm. So that sounds like a fantastic resource. We'll make sure and put your email in our show notes so that our listeners can get that. Um, but then tell us how, um, I know you coach, tell us a little bit about your coaching programs and how you work with women doctors. Um, just how that, how that looks for if someone were interested in working with you. Sure. So I offer one-on-one coaching. I have a 12 week program and then a lot of clients continue to a maintenance phase with me. Mm -hmm. We meet weekly by zoom. The calls are short to accommodate busy schedules. Mm -hmm. And I have modules that are available simply as a resource. So it's not required information, but if you'd like to dig deeper into things like the hunger scale, learning more about sleep and its impact on your hunger hormones, stress, and how that affects metabolism, all of that information is there. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep it as simple as possible. And it's, I have a great time with my clients. It's really fun. We dig into taking all this knowledge and information that a lot of you have, but really figuring out how to apply it to your unique lifestyle mm-hmm. and schedule with mm-hmm. the foods that you enjoy. And the intention is really to find a sustainable way to eat so that it's not that feeling of, Hey, I'm off track and now I have to get back on mm-hmm. adding in more balanced energy figuring out how to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Do, do your clients ever have aha moments where they, they think about maybe a patient that they could help with this information? Definitely. Because mm-hmm. this is what I find. It's information that so many women feel like they should know. Mm-hmm. However, it's never education that's provided to you. Mm-hmm which is crazy. Crazy. (laughs) The other thing that I notice is a lot of clients say, well, you know, we pay attention to X, Y, and Z's blood sugars. Mm -hmm. Why am I not doing that for myself? That's important. Mm -hmm. Or I make this recommendation. However, although I might not be able to implement it perfectly, like here is one way that I could get started. That's awesome. Well, fantastic. Well, this has been an eye-opening experience and I want to sign up right now. I know. I piqued my curiosity. (laughs) 
<laughs> all those resources I was thinking I want to know about sleep I know, about I know. What you're doing, and I want to so. <laughs> we dig into mindset a lot too you both raised this topic but as high a lot of perfectionists. There is so much to your relationship with food, your mindset around food, and it makes such a big impact on your health mm-hmm. and just how you talk to yourself day to day. Yeah, this this is a, a huge topic, and you are a fantastic resource here with your background, with your your day-to-day living it. And um, I, I just can't thank you enough for bringing this to our our community because I think that this could help so many people just feel so much better and yeah. really get through their days feeling like a human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At first and foremost, you're a human. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve to feel like one. Yes. Awesome. That's almost a quote we could save. First and foremost, you're human. You deserve to feel like one. That's a tagline. <laughs> Here's our tagline. Thank you. Yes, we've got it. Awesome. Is there anything else that we did not touch on that you would like to make sure our, our listeners know about or um, anything at all that you can leave with us today? I mean, I have so many things I would love to talk talk about that I'm excited to share, but I'm just thrilled to have the opportunity to speak with you both. It's I've really loved it. Oh, fantastic. Well, I think we need Jenny back another time. I think so too. I think, yep. You'll, you'll be, you'll be our first podcast second guest. (laughs) Second time guest. So yes. I can't wait. Awesome. All right. Well, you can find Jenny on Instagram, just Jenny Harris on Instagram. You can find her on LinkedIn and we'll make sure and have all those links in our show notes as well. And and her email, if you'd like the resource, five steps to overcome stress and emotional eating. So um, thank you so much for spending some time with us. And uh, yeah, I think it's snack time now, so I better go make sure my, my hunger chart is in the appropriate space. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you again next time on the next episode of the Mint Door Podcast. Bye. Bye.